You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The the situation is, um, let's say, very serious. Um, we, you know, UNICEF, we put out a number of statements on the back of the, you know, the, the quite detailed um, uh, SAPS quarterly crime statistics reports, where we say, you know, if you look at the average, you take around about 28 children are victims of, of, of violence a day, you know, and three of those may may not survive, uh, and that's a massive impact, obviously, physically on the children. It devastates not only individual children but also, obviously, the family and broader community as a whole. And I think what what we just heard as well with, with your uh, speakers before is the importance of you know how do we then how do we break this cycle? Um, we see these high rates of violence, but really, how do we now break that cycle? And 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 one thing we've we've really got to look at it's it's a holistic response, of course, that brings in your know, multiple agencies, it brings in the UN, it brings in our partners like Department of Social Development, but it also brings in the family. You know, and how at a household level can we better support? Parents or caregivers who are under, you know, stress themselves, uh, to be able to bring children up in a, a nurturing and caring environment that can really help to break uh, cycles of violence. Mm. And so, before we look at that, um, you know, what are some of the contributing factors? Uh, because I see, um, you know, on your page there, you speak about um, some of these very uh, disturbing uh, stats. Uh, it says one third of girls, for example, experience some form of violence before the age of 13. Um, more than half of the children in South Africa continue to live below the poverty line. So I'm looking at those and, you know, just looking at uh, some of these contributing factors. But but mm. are there others and, and how do we deal with this? Yeah, there are others. I mean, we we look at in in a way some of the research has shown you know two very at risk groups. One is very young children, so that sort of from birth up to five years, where you who can experience trauma very easily at the hands of a caregiver or an extended family member. Uh, you know, in an, in a moment of extreme stress or violence that can occur, and and you see a lot of brain injuries from the research that's been done for children that age. Then we have the the sort of adolescence and the teenage uh, age where you see issues like what was mentioned you um You see issues of gangsterism, other issues around violence, uh, substance abuse that that can really come in, and, and also play a role in in violence more broadly in the community. So that, those are sort of two what we could say sort of very much at risk uh, uh, groups. Um, but it's but unfortunately, you know, it's across the board really. And uh, what we can do is if we can sort of bring in that prevention, early intervention, you know, as quickly as possible, we can really reduce um, uh, the risk to to children, both the risk of children being at harm, but also then the risk of children later. To, in life to be replicating the violence that they're exposed to as a child. So how do we reduce the risk? How can families be better equipped uh, to be part of the prevention strategy, so to speak? Yeah, so we, yeah, UNICEF has been promoting and pushing what we call sort of universal parenting support, um, and, it, and it's almost it's called like it's sort of looking at it as a, a parenting vaccine. You know, meaning we we want our children, or hopefully most people want their children to re- uh, receive their childhood immunizations. Um, but the parenting is the same thing. So how can we actually provide? You know, support like the Sinovoyo Teen app, which is an app that supports young mothers uh, to provide them with guidance on how on positive discipline with their children, working with their children, playing with their children. So we also work with the Lego Foundation, for example, where we have a, a Power of Play program, which is working with ECD practitioners and other to really get 
parents, caregivers, extended family engage with their children as much as possible at a, at a young age and really understanding how much that affects brain development. You know, that nurturing environment, that caring environment, how much that affects the brain and, and can really set uh, a more positive lifelong experience. Um, but it's saying that, you know, not in a vacuum. You know, we understand, everyone understands the stresses that parents and caregivers are going through as well. You know, losing jobs, looking for work, um, already in, a, in an environment that may be uh, violent. Um, and, and it's really then sort of breaking that cycle with an additional support, particularly for at-risk parents and caregivers when, when we can get it to them as quickly as, as, as possible. And then, of course, the million-dollar question, uh, whether we have enough resources uh, to scale up some of these uh, prevention strategies or programs and also um, early intervention services in South Africa, Toby. No, that's right. And we, and we don't have enough resources. You know, we really need to invest. We really need to commit to scaling up prevention and early intervention of, of violence work, particularly for children. Uh, you know, UNICEF works with the Department of Social Development very well, very closely on, for example, the RACIHA program. You know, there are stresses with, with funding ac across the board. You know, I mean, let's face it, we, everyone's aware that, you know, economically times have been challenging. Um, but it's really, you know, where do we put our money? If you look at uh, research that has been done globally, which included South Africa, it's says that the cost uh, of, uh, on GDP of 8% um, of violence against children in South Africa, you know, that's the cost on, on the country as a whole. That's the cost on society as a whole. So it's really in everyone's interest, uh, not just from a saving lives and protecting children perspective, but also from an economic perspective uh, to better protect children. Toby, thanks so much for your time. And, uh, of course, you know, we'll try and follow up and uh, see what can be done because this is so important. Um, uh, Toby uh, Fricker is the Chief of Communications and Partnerships at UNICEF South Africa. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.